Welcome back to episode number nine of the Slap the Ass Show. Today we have another spectacular guest, Jimmy and I's good friend and roommate, believe it or not, Michael Benz. Mike is a nature photographer, travel photographer, and entrepreneur who we met in college at the University of Pennsylvania. And we're excited to learn about his journey from corporate America to starting his own business. So with that, welcome to the show, Mike. Yeah, thanks so much, guys. Really excited to be on the show. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Anytime. Pleasure. Pleasure to have you on finally. You know, I feel like it's uh, it's one of those things are so local that we don't uh, think of it as such a big commitment, but, you know, really do appreciate you taking the time out of your day to get on this. Yeah, it's definitely... You know, it's funny, being on a uh, OTC trading podcast is probably the, the last place I would expect to end up, but here we are. Well, it's stocks and crypto, not just OTC. True, so. true. <laughs> but I get your point. You're like, silly boy, you should know that. <laughs> and it's about personal financial freedom as well. Yeah. True, yeah. Well, anyway. talking about freedom, you know, okay, so let's get into, uh, so we met in college. Um Mike, Jimmy, and I were all on the track team at the University of Pennsylvania. Mike was a pole voter. Jimmy was a hammer thrower. I did multi-events, decathlon. And Mike and I met, or met, rather, um, through training jumps. And then after college, tell us a little about a bit about what you majored in and how you started working after college. Yeah, sure. Um, so I was an English major um, at school. And then uh, immediately upon graduation, I worked a sales role for like two years. Um, and yeah, I mean, it, it was honestly like, I, I would honestly say it was like a tiny bit random. Like it wasn't, um, I think it wasn't like what I saw myself going into at first, but uh, I, I definitely don't regret it. Um, I think being in sales, like it's, a, it's just like such a tough thing to do. Um, like it's a very right. tough industry. The turnover is like notoriously high. What did and, you think you wanted to go into originally? Yeah. So uh, originally I think I, I was pretty like interested in the idea of going into like advertising or, or something like, I, I think something like based around like content creation was, um, what I was initially seeking, like, I always loved, like, the idea of, like, uh, making commercials or, or, you know, writing copy for ads or, um, yeah, just, just, I mean, it sounds like a little cliche, but I think, you know, any of those, like, more, like, creative industries is something that was very attractive to me. Like, I just kind of hated the idea of, you know, crunching numbers. Like, I was never really a math guy in school. Like, my, I don't know, my imagination would just kind of run and I wanted to be, you know, like storytelling or um, designing images or, you know, something, something that kind of like works that I, I guess it's like the left side of your brain. But um, right. yeah, I think that was kind of what I was seeking originally. So you basically graduated, you had a double major in English and communications, you knew you kind of want to do something creative. Um, I know you said you wanted to do marketing in the past. And then you got like this kind of like corporate sales job. At what point in that job did you realize that this wasn't for me? I want to pursue something else. Yeah. Um, 
you know it's funny um yeah it's it's, it's kind of an interesting story so like i i know i've like talked to you know to this about you before or like i've talked with you about this before but yeah so i, I basically like the the reason i ended up like choosing the photography path like it, it had a lot to do with instagram and and so i was you know just kind of like going about through my day and i started like using instagram a little bit more and um I basically like stumbled upon this account uh the guy's name is carl shakur uh so he's like a travel photographer he does a little bit more lifestyle stuff now but um i mean it, it sounds like so crazy to, to say but i was so inspired by this one guy's lifestyle that i don't, I don't know i mean he he was honestly a huge part of like it, it sounds so weird to say but he was a huge part of the reason i took the leap um, and I, I just, I saw what he was doing and I don't know, originally, originally I had, I had such like a negative impression about what it meant to be an influencer. I just thought it was this very like shallow, um, like profession where you just like post pictures of yourself and it's just like these like beautiful people and like, there's not that much like talent involved, but, um, I don't know when I stumbled upon this guy's account and he's like one of the first photographers, like photography focused influencers. I had ever seen and I was just so like I don't know I was so inspired and and, and I, I just kind of wanted to like win that lifestyle for myself and I became so obsessed with that idea that like day after day would just eat at me more and more and I think it got to the point where you know even though I, I you know I didn't hate my job and I, I wasn't bad at it either but I just kind of got to the point where um, you know trying to win you know this other lifestyle became like the most important thing to me so Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean <laughs> I thought I thought Jimmy was gonna ask a question then. Well, I, was, I was and I saw that you were talking and I didn't want to interrupt. No, Jimmy and I usually alternate. That's our thing. But apparently and, uh, I, uh, I hesitated there. Uh, my apologies. Shame on you, Jimmy. No, so anyways, <laughs> so you're basically you know, you're... Ask... Oh, no. <laughs> Sorry. Um so we got Mike, so the the will and desire to Jimmy, I had a question, actually. I did. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so Mike, the hold uh, it together, boys. <laughs> the pure uh, desire. This is why we can't interview friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna come up there and spank you. I know, right? Seriously, might might have to do that eventually. But beside the point. Anyway, your your desire to alter your lifestyle clearly became the ultimate driver in you. Yeah. You know, leaving your job, leaving yeah. the life of stability and chasing the, the dream of living the life you want to live. Uh, can I ask you, like, when you made the decision to leave, like, how calculated was your decision? Did you, like, make sure you had adequate reserves of money lined up before you did it? Or was it more spontaneous thing to do? Yeah, that's, that's a good question. Um, yeah, I mean, to be honest, I don't think anything in my life is, like, that calculated. I'm like a very kind of like go with the flow person. Um, like I, I had plenty of money saved up, but um, it was probably a little rash to be honest. <laughs> like in hindsight, like I just kind of like picked a day and I was like, all right, I, I'm, I'm just kind of like ready to send it. But um, well, this was also post COVID too. So you were, right. you were in the office or pre yeah, I, I wasn't in the office, which honestly like probably made it like a little bit easier to walk away because I kind of didn't have to like, I don't know. I think I didn't have to like confront people in the same extent. Like I, I, like it was just all over like virtually. Like I was just like, all right, guys. Like I'm, I'm like moving on. 
Oh, wait. You quit during COVID or after or before? Yeah, COVID? so I, I quit. We we had been remote, I think, for like a month. I was actually in Florida. Um, I, yeah, I was just on the beach in Florida, and I had actually already started taking photos. Oh, and I was like, I, I don't know. I was like, yeah, I'm 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 ready to like try to do this full time. So I just like just got up one day and was like, you know, like thanks for the ride, but you know, I'm moving on. So right, that's sick. I think yeah. it's <laughs> I think it's interesting because a lot of people who are working the nine to fives, the corporate jobs, everyone kind of like dreams of quitting, whether it's through Jimmy and I, we like to trade OTC penny stocks and you know some NASDAQ and crypto. That's kind of our route to freedom while also working our nine to five. Whereas you kind of like made that jump and was like, I'm just gonna like do it and put myself up against the wall and chase what I want to do while I'm young. Right. Why, like, you obviously had some fears. How did you kind of outweigh those fears with, like, the passion to do what you really wanted to do? Yeah, um, no, that's a great question. I, I think one of the things that maybe doesn't hold me back that um, I think other, like, gives other people, like, all kinds of doubts, but it and maybe this is honestly a product of me growing up. Like I kind of like, I was very fortunate to grow up like very comfortably. Like I was never really like worried about money growing up, but um, I don't know. And I I think that kind of stays with me today. Um, I I, I can't explain it, but I I think that was one of the reasons I struggled in my job is like, and I, I think all jobs, you know, inherently are like this, but the money motivation is, is a core reason of why people get up and go to work every day. And, and for me, I just, oh man, I just cannot get myself to care that much about it. Um, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, for me personally, it's like, I'm, okay, I'm very comfortable sacrificing or like, I'm very willing to sacrifice the comforts uh, of, of like a wealthy existence to do what I actually want. So like, I will sleep in my car. Like I will, you know, I like, I'll live in a basement. Like I, you know, I will like live very frugally. Right. Um, <laughs> right, right. But like, yeah, but I mean like seriously, like there's probably people like who wouldn't want to do that. Like they want to like, and which is fine. Like, you know, to each their own, but like, it doesn't bother me like giving up the comforts of like a wealthy lifestyle to actually have a shot at like, doing what I, what I actually enjoy doing. So I think for me, the month, like not being that crazy about the money piece, like made it a lot easier for me to walk away. Yeah. And I think that's a good perspective, Mike, that you present because we've, it's funny, we were talking about this earlier today, but you know, you can look at your life in three segments, the past, the present, and the future. I feel like American society, we're always forward thinking. We're doing things to prepare for retirement. You're saving 40 years before you're going to retire. You know, you're planning 529 plans for your, like, theoretical children so they can have college education savings, things like that. We're always looking ahead, which is good. It's good to have a plan and have, like, a trajectory you want to stay on. But by doing that, we give up the present. And that is where a lot of anxiety that people develop comes from. Like, they can't find peace because they don't live in the present. They feel... Master Uguay. Yeah, Master Uguay, great guy. <laughs> great turtle, I should say. We should splice that into this video, seriously. Like, uh, I, we'll try to make it happen. We might not get the copyright, but we'll, we'll try to make oh, it happen. True, we'll, I'll, we'll DM Jack Black and see if he lets it happen. 
Yeah. Jerry's got the strings. But anyway, so yeah, I think that with what you're doing, you are actually existing in the present. And to that point, mentally, are you better off now, would you say? Would you say you're more content <clears throat> with how you feel knowing that? Looks <laughs> like, like laughing at that. <laughs> I think it's a good question to ask. No, it's you a great know? question. It's a great question. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is, well, uh, I want to answer that in part because I think no matter what you do, you're always, you'll always have some sort of stress, right? Whether you're like, Mike, I'm sure you're now currently you're your own boss, right? So you have to right. be disciplined enough to, to travel, to take these photos, to edit them for days and days on end. And when you had a job, you were stressed because you had to meet, you know, sales quotas, make your boss happy, et cetera. So I think Jimmy's basically saying, are you better off now than you were before? despite not making as much money as you were before? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a really good question. <laughs> I, I, I think I'd probably answer this um, by talking a little bit about like my, I think it's kind of like my life philosophies, I'd say. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't want to sound too cynical, but I, I basically believe that like life is like kind of like inherently pointless, right? Where there's, how many people on the planet? There's like what, like eight billion? We're getting close to eight billion. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, like, oh, yes, like some, something like that, right? So you have like all these people, right? Like it's, it's insane to fathom, but each of these people, I don't know. Like you, you're flying in a plane, and you're like, you're you're riding over cities full of people that are just like going about their lives, and and each like each person like thinks they're like the center of the universe and. And, you know, each person has their own problems and, like, their own, like, you know, important tasks to accomplish and all this stuff. And I think, you know, people come and go and the world basically keeps turning and it's, and life is kind of what you make of it. So I, I'm not, I'm not saying, like, life is pointless as, as it's supposed to be this thing that, like, kind of is supposed to be, like, oh, like, nothing matters. Like, you should be unmotivated because what's the point? Like, that's not really what I'm getting at, like. What I mean by by um, by by that, like nothing really matters, is that it, every single path you choose is equally viable, right? So, if you know, if if Luke's like, I want to be the best OTC trader, like that is a viable path. If you're like, I want to, you know, go to Africa and volunteer and and help like the, the AIDS pandemic or whatever it is, like that's a viable path. If you're like, I want to be a photographer, that's a viable path, like. All of these things like in and of themselves don't inherently really mean anything, but it's just what we decide is important is really what matters, right? Like, like we, I mean, you guys know from being on track, but we basically devoted years, like literally years, like huge percentages of our life. Like for me, it was pole vaulting, right? I, I, I devoted huge percentages of my life to this task of jumping over a bar which objectively means nothing, right? It's just like stupid little assignment, but it's important because I decided it was important to me, right? And it's, it's, the, I think it's the same, right? And I think it's the same thing with life. Like, and I think people put so much pressure on themselves because they have ideas of what a successful life is. But I think you just need to sit down and say that like a successful <clears throat> life is whatever I decided it is to me, right? And I, I think that's the only thing that matters is like what matters to you. Yeah, Mike, I think, you're speaking some truth here. And I think it's kind of like a way to like think about your philosophical approach to where you live. 
as in your purpose on this earth is not to accumulate as much cash as possible. <laughs> right, right. Life's inherently pointless. Yeah. What the point is, you have to find yourself, but I guarantee you it's not to make as much money as possible. We just, as humans and as competitive beings, you know, we are just trying to be the best we can be in some way. Money just happens to be the best measurement of success, right? Right. It's way of determining who's doing better than the other. And we're always trying to right, do right. better. That's like the competitive nature of the state of nature of Darwinism and everything like that. Well, Mike, that's like the thing we were talking about the other day, the Keanu Reeves quote. I think a, a reporter asked and they said, how do you want to, or, or what do you want your legacy to be, or how do you want to be remembered, or something like that? And Keanu Reeves' response was, the only thing I know when I'm dead is that the people that love me will miss me. Right. So kind of to that point is like, what you do, and whether you make money or do something you like, or whatever, it doesn't really matter. Like, what matters is kind of how you treat the people around you and how you interact with other people. Yeah, And if working a job that makes you miserable in turn makes you treat the people that you care about in your life that much more miserable, is it really worth it? Right. You know? Yeah, I mean, Luke, that's a really good point. I think um, bringing people into it is super interesting, right? Because I know me personally, right? Like, you know, if, if I was the only person on the planet and I was shooting photos, I would not be doing it, to be honest, because like, the, like the truly like the reason I you want to impact like, other like, people in a positive yeah, like, way. like I literally get all this good feedback and it's like dopamine right and it's like my friends and my family like they're pushing me and like these people I don't even know are like pushing me right and it's and, and yeah like making an impression on people and and like developing relationships right like it's I think it's super important to like stay <clears> motivated and I think it's probably like some of the only like things that matter I think like your relationships so yeah I agree Interesting. So how much of what people should do, in your opinion, Mike, should be dependent on personal fulfillment? So you're basically saying you don't get any personal fulfillment from the photo taking itself, but rather from the way people respond to them and encourage you in the networks you develop from it. But is there like a particular task that someone may be super into? Like, I don't know. Someone gets a lot of fulfillment out of making flower bouquets. They're a florist. Well, I think Mike truly enjoys his craft from our previous conversations. Like you and you enjoy the editing process. You like taking something that wasn't very good and turning it into something that's like art. Am I wrong or no? Yeah, yeah. Um, no, you're definitely right. No, J J yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy, your question is super interesting because I feel like I seem too like, ex like uh, extrinsically motivated, I think. It was like the impression I gave off. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's interesting, Jimmy, because I actually was editing – you know, part of the reason I had the confidence to quit my job um, originally was like, I was actually editing some photos and I wasn't even putting them on Instagram. And I was pretty like, I feel like I sound cocky, but I was like, I don't know. I just like really liked the way they look. And I think that kind of gave me the confidence to, to you know, to make the leap and become a photographer. But um, to, to your point though, like I was, I was kind of doing that with, with nobody, you know, with no eye, with no eyeballs on them. Um, I mean, I, I just think it, it's, I think extrinsically or intrinsically, I, I, I think, I think there's sort of this um, bias against like ex, extrinsic motivation, like, oh, it's this bad thing, like you should, you know, like you shouldn't do things for other people, like you do it for yourself. I don't know. I, I, I just think that it's maybe a little, um, 
I think those perceptions are maybe like a little unnecessary. And I, I, I just think that, you know, if extrinsic motivation makes you tick, then that's what you should do. Like there are plenty of people who like performing in front of a crowd and, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. So I, yeah, I mean, I think it's just kind of whatever. Yeah. I think it's just whatever makes you tick and you should just kind of yeah. like march to the beat of the drum. And, and to that point, I don't think like intrinsic and extrinsic motivation have to be like combating forces, you know, they can be like different right. sides of the same coin. Like, right. Someone who's like a baker, you know, they love to actually bake and make all these like dope ass cakes and cupcakes and cannolis and there's like rainbow right. cookies. It's my chalk chip what cookies. <laughs> it's just, it's just like firing off desserts. Ten minutes <laughs> later, yeah. they cookies. love making all that shit. You know, they probably love making it themselves, but they also really like selling it and making money doing it. Right, and like seeing people's like faces when they like take a bite or whatever. So, yeah, so yeah. Mike, I think we've talked about the philosophical reasons why you left your job and went into nature and travel photography. So how are you, how are you developing the miking around brand into a business? I know I've personally bought some prints from you that are behind Jimmy in the background yeah it's just like oh, sure. and you started a paint shop this isn't a paid promotion guys <laughs> it's actually coming out of uh, the rent check <laughs> but anyways so like kind of what is your vision moving forward to how you can monetize your business more so than even you know selling prints and so on yeah um I mean, I mean, um, the latter I think is my most immediate form of like monetizing it. So I'm, I'm actually like days away from launching my print shop. So this is a good little PR bump, hopefully. But um, yeah, that's going to be like the most obvious way um, of kind of making a little bit of profit out of it. But um, the the end goal um, I think would basically kind of honestly like tie into my original interest coming out of college, but. You know, it's like I never thought I would want to be like a quote unquote influencer, but um, essentially what these guys do is basically advertising, right? Like these influencers are marketing products, right? So I, I think that would be like my ultimate goal, right? It's like I'm either marketing products or like a company, but I think being able to, to marry it with, um, you know, like the photography is super important to me. So like actually having like a legitimately like good photo you know, being like a part of the ad is something that's super important to me. Like I would want my ads to be like super good quality. And, you know, I don't have like aspirations about making like, oh, like six figures or whatever it is. But I think for me, like when I, you know, if I could sit down and look at myself in the mirror and be like, oh, I've made it. I think that point would be, you know, if I'm actually getting paid to do what I love, I, I like, I'd be extremely happy. Like if Visit Iceland was like paying me to, you know, fly to Iceland and I'm like out there shooting, like, you know, I don't know. Yeah. They're basically paying me and I'm out there shooting. Like I, I can't really think of a scenario that would make me right. happier. So it's like, if you love what you do, you don't have to work a day in your life. basically. Right. Yeah. And I, I, th I think to like, you know, to, to like the philosophy point, right? Like if, if you actually believe that, if you kind of believe that, like, there's no really set purpose to life and you kind of create your own path. Right. I think doing what you love, right. It's like, it's such like an old, like adage just like beat over our heads, right. Like, Oh, you should do what you love. But like, you know, I think that becomes so true. You know, if you, if you accept this sort of philosophy that like, there's no 
one way of a successful life. Like you should basically, regardless of what other people think, you should just do what makes you happy because, you know, like your own happiness should be like paramount. And like, yeah, I think like you need to determine, like you are the own architect of like your fate. So. Right. Damn. Yeah. No, I mean, I think that's a more enlightened or westernized thought process. Cause it's funny. I feel like, you know, in places like the United States in particular, we're very individualistically minded as in what you do is for the benefit of yourself. Generally, you want to make your best life go somewhere like China or like, you know, East Asia or, you know, other parts of the world. Everything they do is for like the family. As yeah, that's interesting. To honor your family. You have to benefit your family. Right. So maybe in that mindset, you know, the, the lifestyle of, you know, becoming like a, a nomad essentially um, and like an entrepreneur taking that risk may be much more frowned upon in that. Yeah, you know, no, that, 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 yeah, that's really interesting to think about like, you know, how much has like growing up in America where we have this very like individualistic mindset like influenced me. Um, honestly, probably quite a bit. Like I, I always find those like, I don't know, those like dumb TikToks where it's like, you're the main character. Like, I don't know. There's always like kind of really resonate with me. Like, I don't know. I just, maybe it's like my product of like being like a middle child, like I'm one of seven. So I, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just like, just well, like a, an yeah. attention whore or something, but like, I, 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 yeah, I don't know. I just, yeah, it, it's, it's funny. Like recently I've become sort of like obsessed with this idea that like, I refuse to like live this like average lifestyle. I think like the fear of being average scares me more than anything. Like, you know, like talking about like what motivates me, because it probably sounds like I wouldn't be motivated because you're like, well, if nothing matters, it's funny, just like sit around and like play video games or whatever. Um, uh, yeah, I, th I, th I think what motivates me is like, uh, I, I don't know. I just am so like, oh man. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm so afraid of just living like a very average lifestyle and it scares the shit out of me. Like, I love the idea of, of I don't know, like, it, it's so appealing to me to be able to, to maybe think that I have a chance at winning this life that people, like, dream about, that, like, I could, like, travel the world and get paid, and, and, yeah, I don't know, I'm not, like, confined to, like, a desk or, like, a schedule, and, um, So, Mike, going off of that, though, like, you're saying that you want to pursue this lifestyle that some people can only dream of. I feel like the norm on social media nowadays is a lot of people want to perceive to the greater audience that they're that they're already doing it or they've already made it whether it's right. like traders in the otc pretending that they've made you know millions of dollars and selling courses <clears throat> or you know travel photographers or other influencers trying to show how rich and wealthy they are like it's kind of like i feel like we live in this like fake like fishbowl kind of world where everyone seems like they're doing so well but in reality, a lot of these guys traveling and doing, you know, following their dreams aren't doing so well or they're living off their savings. Right. Um, so it's like you're actually trying to turn into like a, a real career. But I feel like a lot of these people aren't. Yeah. They're just trying to like show off. So it's yeah, kind of no, I mean, it's, yeah, it's no, I mean, I, I, I completely understand what you're saying. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think you're tapping into just like, it's, it's almost like the Instagram aesthetic, I feel like, where, yeah, it's, like, people try to garner, like, more followers by 
giving off the presentation that they're like already famous. Um, right. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I think um, people have found like success doing that, but I, I do feel like it's almost like dating. Like a TikTok, I think especially, right? Like TikTok is super authentic and like raw. And you, it's funny, like some of some of the like super polished nature stuff on just like flop on TikTok because it's like people would almost rather see like iPhone videos, like feels more like authentic to them. Um, yeah, I think I think social like it's really interesting. Like I I, I joined, I kind of like I kind of like devoted myself to the Instagram game at like a really weird time where Instagram is like really like falling out of favor. I mean, we'll see what happens. I think they're they're changing stuff up. Like, I think, honestly, I think six months from now, likes are going to be, like, hitting completely. So, Mike, what are the best platforms? Rank them. TikTok, Twitter, Facebook. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, so t- it's so tough because, I mean, they're all, like, good for different things. Like, I know you guys, like, leverage Twitter like crazy for FinTweet. Like, I don't really use Twitter at all, but I think for photography, Instagram is still, like, the number one platform. Like, I like photographers really like aren't even migrating to TikTok because they have no reason to migrate to TikTok because they can't post photos there, right? So yeah, like, I agree. Yeah, they're they're staying on on Instagram, but I think that the platform that is the most pull by far is TikTok. I think um, yeah, like you could spend two hours on TikTok and like not even realize that you're yeah you're right. <laughs> I just had to stretch out a little bit, but um, I thought it was flexing. <laughs> no, no, I just a little sore. Um, but here's a question I actually had, and it's kind of a pushback to what you're saying about how okay, or social media they're faking it, right? They don't actually have these things. And well, I was saying that, right? All right, so then you're saying it. Do you think perhaps there is a marketing benefit of quote unquote faking it until you make it, in that you're now sort of garnering this image, which may be false, but if enough people believe it, it also becomes true, right? Because now all of a sudden. Because people assume yeah. that you're this great influencer and know all this shit and everything like that, you now have a bunch of followers who have actually made you into a great influencer. But you yeah. think that. So we say there's credence in giving off a false persona and like a false sense of confidence as in you say, I am the greatest, I have the best photos, whatever, I'm the best at this thing. Look at all this good shit I have. And then by saying that, it actually becomes reality. Yeah, it's, a, it's a fine line between bragging though you know what i mean because at a certain point it's kind of a turnoff if someone's just shoving their stuff at you and bragging about Those it. The people that win though right but anyway mike's mike's a social media expert so let's hear from him well yeah i mean it, it, it's interesting to me because i feel like originally i like i would agree with you 100 percent. i think it's a super valid strategy and i think that's exactly what people did and I think you have people on Instagram who bought like a ton, like a shit ton of fake followers and like all this stuff and like fake engagement. And I think it's honestly like destroyed the platform a little bit. I, I think if I truly believed in it, I just, I don't know, maybe I would have done it, but I, I'm almost at the point where it's like, I feel like people kind of see through it. Like it's funny as humans, we actually have like a, um, an inclination to underestimate the intelligence of our peers. Like we naturally think that people are dumber. Um, we naturally think the average person is dumber than they actually are. It's just interesting. We like underestimate people's intelligence. And I feel like being on TikTok is kind of like made me realize how smart people are because the content on TikTok is amazing. People are so witty. Like I go to the comments, they're so witty. Like, and people like get, people will get complex 
complex jokes. You put like a complex joke on TikTok and people will be like, wow, this is so good. Like sometimes I like, I, I don't know, like Actually, I graduated from like an Ivy League school and sometimes I have to like think twice about like a joke. So it's, it's, I mean, yeah, Luke was making fun of me the other day because he had to like, he had to like coach me into understanding the joke, but um, yeah, it's true. Yeah, I, 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 th- I think my point with all that though is I think the strategy I'm almost trying now is like all, th- I, I don't know what I'm at right now, like 3,900 or something like all 3,900 of my followers are actually real. And I think people maybe even like appreciate that because it's like nothing about my account is fake. Like my, my, my reels views like match up perfectly with like the amount of followers I have. And it's like, you can tell this is like a legitimate enterprise. Yeah. I, I think there's like very in nowadays. So I was talking to Jimmy about this the other day. It's like, we have a friend, I'm not going to name his name, but he pays for essentially YouTube views. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, and you know, a lot of Instagram, you know, people who pay for followers, they pay for views. I know right. Jimmy and I know people who pay for Twitter followers. And for me, it's so obvious, right? And also yeah. part of me is like, why do you feel the need to have this external validation for something that you enjoy doing? But I think the reason why is because like in the current society, we all want everything now. Whether it's traders, they want to, you know, they want to hold stock for two days and make 100% whether it's social media influencers, they want to blow up overnight. You know, everyone wants to like make money quick. They want to be famous quick. And the reality is it doesn't happen. So a lot of people fake it to make it look like it has happened, even though to most people it hasn't. And in reality, most people are upset because they're not making it, but everyone else thinks everyone else is really successful because that's how they look to everyone. Yeah. So I think it's cool when you see someone like yourself who has been grinding for over a year now and has like build this organic base of followers and supporters. And I think you'll be in a much better position in a year or two years than someone who's faking it till they make it like Jimmy was saying. Well, yeah, I mean, I I appreciate the vote of confidence. Yeah. No, I mean, doing it the hard way. I mean, it's not easy, but. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I, I, I think it's a good point. I think like, yeah, I mean, I, I I think authenticity now more than ever is kind of being celebrated in social media. And I think, yeah, I mean, like you see it on TikTok, like the really like formal stuff just kind of gets like shit on, to be honest. Like people like the sort of like raw, like iPhone video, like this is me in my apartment kind of a thing. Like I think the glamour of the Instagram aesthetic is dying a little bit. So I think people, yeah, people are kind of don't, People kind of see through the bullshit, I think, now more than ever. It's kind of what I'm trying to say, but. Yeah. Well, I almost wonder, though, like, is the whole point of social media, not necessarily the whole point of, like, what the crux of it always collapses down into is a false sense of, like, reality for yourself. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Because that's what it comes yeah. down to, right? Like, at the end of the day, what, like, all the base forms of, whether it's Instagram or TikTok, I think they kind of come down to this, like, lifestyle that you want. People are displaying it, and that's what comes up on your feed. And that's what's right. people either consume shit that's funny or shit that is like envious. Yeah, right. sexy. Yes, yeah, like envious. You could say is like sexy. I don't know. Yeah, it's all about funny things that make you laugh, things that make you like envious. Like I want that for myself, or you know, other things. Yeah. 
relations right. type of thing. So in that, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, Jimmy, Jimmy, I agree. Like, I think, I think it's a super slippery slope, right? And I think that's why, again, like, you know, like I being in like, in, like, I, you know, it's like I can't even really like, I don't know if I can like quote unquote call myself an influencer, but it's obviously what I'm like shooting for, right? So, and I think being in that, right, it's, it's such like a slippery industry because. Right, you 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 have the power to like, you know, even if you're not like quote unquote changing people's lives, like you're making an impression on like a significant number of people, and it's like you don't like want to be like pumping this like toxic shit into society, like if at all possible, right? So I think, yeah, I I, I don't know. For me, I think it's like mostly about the art, and and I, I think I need to check myself a little bit here. Like one thing I want to like try to start doing more is like kind of posting these almost like anti it's always like almost in the vein of like the instagram versus reality like theme videos but these almost like anti-influencer videos where it's like this is what my life looks like on instagram but like this is actually what my life looks like and i'm just like you're like sleeping in my car or some shit so it's like i've actually seen those like on tiktok and they like do really well like i saw one guy he's like oh this is a reminder like this is what my body looks like when i go to the gym and i have a pump and this is what I look like in real life. And he just like looks like shit. And like he looked like a greedy god in the video before, right? And I, th- I think that just kind of like, like you, needs... Mike. What's up? Kind of like you. No, no, no thank you. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think that just like, I think that's resonating now with people more than ever again. Like I, th- I think the bullshit is like, the bullshit approach I think is like doing less and less well. I think it's just like none. Really I think people anymore. see through it. It's like you were saying, people are smarter than what you think they are. Right, exactly. People are like smarter than what you think. They like they know. They can like figure it out. So here's another question then. What's the problem with like seeing through it? Like what's the slippery slope that you're going down? It's not like you're slipping into drug addiction and you know, horrible situation, like if you're shooting heroin. It's like isn't the whole point like people on social media get Whoa, like, Jimmy, you have something you want to tell us? That's quite the analogy there, Jimmy. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying, like you say, it's like a slippery slope, meaning like you slip somewhere bad. Well, well, well. I just, I, th- I think I just meant like. So here's the people thing: people like, see I, through I the think... bullshit, and you'll not gain followers. Well, like... People on the internet are famous because they're like outlandish and crazy. Right. right. They, they, they are, they are outside of norms of society. What about Dave Ramsey? Is he outside of norms of society? I mean, he kind of like chastises people on the phone. I feel like pretty often. Fair enough. Dave Ramsey. I mean, yeah, he's different, I guess. But I mean, I don't know. I'm just trying to think of like a general influencer. If I think of any influencer, they're disruptors. Yeah, exactly. You know, they they are conveying an image of themselves, and they're not just in what they post on Instagram, but like how they present themselves in interviews and like what they talk about. You know, they're very much about, this is my opinion, I feel this way about this, and you're not going to They're, like I so said, they influence. They are asserting and disrupting. Yeah, you can't be afraid to put yourself out there. Yeah, no, it, it, you know, it's, inter- it's interesting to me, because I feel like I have, like, initially, I was, like, I used to be, like, so, like, I feel, like, annoyed by, like, the idea of, like, an influencer. I'm, like, this is, like, so annoying to me. And, you know, it's funny, like, being in the game now, it's, like, all I do is, like, appreciate these people. Because I think it takes so much courage to, like, push your shit, your, to put yourself out there. Because I think, inevitably, you're going to get, like, shit on. Like, people are just going to be hating on your stuff. Or, like, whatever it is. And, you know, like, even me becoming a photographer, like, I was, like, I, I you know, I was, like, super frowned upon. And, like, 
there's so many people in my life like questioning like what the hell I was doing. Like I was doing well in this sales role and it's like, oh, now you're going to make no money. Like, uh, you know, have you thought this through kind of a thing? And I, I, I don't know. I just, I, I feel like I've sort of garnered respect over the years for like people who like choose to like put themselves out there because I think, you know, regardless of like the kind of, you know, quote unquote influencer you are, I think it kind of takes guts to be like, you know, if people are going to shit on me, so be it. Like, I'm going to, you know, put myself out there. True. Like, so I got a question for you. What drives you on a day-to-day basis? What gets you up in the morning and makes you want to tackle the day? Yeah. Um, no, I mean, I, come to yeah, I, mean I, I think, yeah, it, it is a lot. Um, it's a heavy question. No, no, yeah. For, for me, I think it was almost like a why not thing. Like, so when I was looking at Carl, like, oh man, I was so inspired. And, and for me was like, I feel like I, like, I, I'm almost like this, like, I feel like I could be this good. Like I was looking at this guy and it's like, I don't know. I like, I know my capabilities as a photographer and I don't think he's doing anything that I can't do. So why not? Like, cause pe- like so many people were like, oh, like you can't become like an influencer. Like you don't make money that way. Or like, it's like a one in a million shot or whatever, whatever, whatever. But for me, it was like, why not? Like if I'm a good photographer and I drive and I'm going to put in the effort, like why can this dude do what, have the lifestyle I want and, and I can't have it? Like, I, I don't know. Like I always like make jokes with this about loop. I feel like I'm just kind of just like, I, will, I don't know. I, like, I feel like I've like generally like gotten what I've wanted in my life. Like I'm almost like this like spoiled child where it's like, I just like, I like want certain things. I'm like, Ooh, I want that. And it's like, I, I, like, I don't know. I feel like if I put my mind to it, I can like really achieve it, but I don't like half send anything. Like I, I truly give it a hundred percent. Like I was like, you know, screw my personal Instagram. Like this is my Instagram now. Like I'm spending money on like good camera shit. Like I, I'm literally going to like, if I'm going to go for it, I like, I'm going to go for it. And, and that's kind of the way I've treated everything I do. Like, you know, pole vaulting, like I was trying really hard, like academics, I was like trying really hard. Like, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I think that's just like the way I live my life. Like, again, like, I don't think it matters what you do, but like the things I do choose to do, like I, I like to, to kind of go like, you know, all in, like full throttle in. So. It's kind of funny. I feel like we talked about pole vaults and like, and like just going to school and like that in the past, but. I feel like people like to talk shit about getting older. Like, oh, like, sucks. Like, everyone, like, well, you longs for the youth, right? I feel right. like one thing that I've noticed about getting older, though, is you realize what you actually care about in life. Because think about, like, there's so many people that grow up, like, they're forced to go to school, you know, by, you know, society or their parents, whatever. And they're doing something that is basically their, their job that they don't enjoy. But once you are an adult, you can actually do your own thing and do what you enjoy in life. And that's like the right. main benefit of it. And it seems like you have definitely, uh, you're, you're on that path right now. And I don't think enough people recognize that that is within reach for themselves. They're too afraid of you know, not having money or being like right. in society and things like that. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I agree, Jimmy. I, I, I think it kind of goes back to like the master ego thing, right? It's like the, we should drop, we should drop a link to this in the description, but you well, know, basically what, what he says in the movie is like, 
essentially like oh the 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 present is a gift right like that's why they call it a present and it's sort of like i think it's like honestly like delayed gratification i think in a lot of scenarios is like i i believe like massively overrated like i think people are so worried about their future that they stall like having fun and like will will even like alter their entire like way of life right live in the moment right like and and again like it doesn't really like and I'm not, I'm not trying to like shit on people who like do nine to fives. Like, again, like it doesn't like, if you want to have money and have like a nice house and like have a family, like that's totally fine. But like you, you just, but basically like, I, I think I'm obviously like preaching more to the people who kind of like go against the grain. Not the grain. Right. Like it, 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 I think the point is right. Like the there's no path. right or wrong path and that you just need to decide, like you need to march to the beat of your own drum and you need to like seize the present and like not live your life like not worry about so much about like oh like what am i gonna have like i need to have like this much in my retirement account or whatever 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 like when you're retired you're not gonna be worried i don't know like you you would be like i don't know i feel like you'd find a way to make it work if you didn't have quite as much as you wanted saved up but like you would regret not doing that thing that you wanted to do when you were younger yeah, I agree, Mike. I saw this TikTok of this guy who interviews people. Uh, he says, like, what do you do for a living? Like, what's your net worth? And he asks, like, this 80, like, 86-year-old guy, he's like, what's your net worth? And the guy was basically like, I don't even know. Like, I'm just trying to live every day to the fullest because I never know what's going to be my last. And I think we all kind of take that for granted because while we're young, you never really know, Right. So you might yeah. as well live in the moment, like you were saying, do what you want to do, follow your passion, have fun, be hedonistic. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, and, and, and not, to, not to bring up like a serious thing, but like... Within reason, of course. Right. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and Luke, we know, like got in like a pretty serious like motorcycle accident, right? And it's like, and do people say that? Well, I think it's such like, it's such a... Like, shaded people that they just like instantly like turn it off like out of the like they, i think people like it's such a cliche that people just like shut it off out of their mind like almost like can't even hear the advice but it's like dude you could literally die at any moment like you could get in a car accident like stuff can happen like dude stuff happens like i mean you know like we've all seen it in our lives like friends were like connected to you have like died like shit happens and it's i don't know i i think it's such a it's such a good reminder that like hey you know we can't be so obsessed with the future that like we forget to like you know like you know take you know enjoy the moments like enjoy the relationships like you know live for the present and like take risks right take risks i think that's such a big thing like, yeah and take risks like we don't oh, want jimmy jimmy agrees with that 100 percent. yeah i know yeah. i'm a big proponent of that like you have nothing to lose like, again right yeah i told Luke this i told i think our listeners this like if tomorrow, you know, wake up with like zero in the bank account, it would suck. But it's not the end of the world. I don't have children to take care of. You know? Right, right, yeah. My food, I would I'd beg to Luke, please don't charge me rent this month. He, he would be yeah, the, the, oh, <laughs> the master landlord. <laughs> master landlord. Yeah. Please, no rent. Oh, After pleading for about Jimmy, you have more money than I do. I say after pleading for that amount of time, I'm sure he would accept my request. And then you just get back on it. You take a month to regroup and then you're back. A month of depression and then you'd be right back to it. 
Exactly. But yeah, exactly. To Mike's point, though, take a risk when you have nothing to lose. Right. Um, so you here's know, the question, though, Mike, I had yeah. all the hedonists out there. Hedonism, it seems like it's a, you know, obviously it's a self-serving lifestyle in that you do anything to benefit yourself, um, provide pleasure, and you try to live in the moment, right? One thing that I think we've all started to do is we started going to the gym more, and I think we're all eating healthier. That is operating under like the delayed gratification mindset, right? Because it's like, all right, in six months from now, I'll be healthier. Jimmy, how many right. pounds did you lose? I, well, I went to the gym today. I got on the scale after the sauna. I'm 217 right now. Wow. wow. Uh, I, granted, I had a lot of, what? what? 23 pounds? Well, from my peak, yeah. Uh, from like a month ago, I was 223. I love that this is this is what we were talking about. Now. It's like Jimmy's like BMI. <laughs> and and we're like, more. anyways, sign up for weight lo- Weight Watchers in the description. Yeah, anyways, this <laughs> podcast, this podcast is brought to you by Weight Watchers. Hey, no free ads. No free ads. No free yeah. ads. Unless it's for Vermonti, but that's another story. Anyway. Um, hey, Mike's in Vermonti. That's true. We should all promote it. Um, yeah, anyway, that's by Vermonti. Yes, yeah, do that. Do that. Don't tell people what to buy. It's their choice. Let them do what they want. All right, sorry. Rest. You, you can choose to buy Vermonti if you want. Don't forget the disclosure, Luke. Very important. Anyway. Why don't the hedonist Mike Ben? Why don't you eat ice cream every day and uh, you know start doing drugs? Because you don't feel good from it. You feel bad. I, I think you feel bad. You're gonna die tomorrow, though, right? Hypothetically, potentially, you could. Initially, it feels good, but not. So, how about this? Is should we live our lives as if you're gonna actually die tomorrow? Should you live your life under the assumption that this is your last day? All right. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, Jimmy. God, J- Jimmy's just always taking my points to like the extremes. <laughs> Jimmy, God. Jimmy, if Jimmy, Jimmy, riddle me this: if you were actually gonna die tomorrow, <laughs> okay, it's ten oh nine p.m. on a Saturday night. What would you do right after this? <sighs> right after this, I'd go get a nice fat steak from the best steakhouse in Philadelphia, Delilah's. There's one in our fridge actually right now. Yeah, it's great. That puppy great up. steak at uh, Delilah's too, Mike. Oh, I bet. <laughs> so I'd probably do that. I, I would go to Delilah's and get a nice picture. Jimmy, there's pa- there's parents on this call, Jimmy. <laughs> what would you right, Jimmy, Jimmy's parents don't listen to this. No, no, they're unsupportive. <laughs> they're great. Thanks, mom, dad. No, they passed away, unfortunately. <laughs> well, they might tomorrow. Because we're all literally, we're all gonna die tomorrow. Oh all right, I think we should end this race. <laughs> no, J- Jimmy, Jimmy, it's a good, it's a good point. Um, it's like, why don't you just like sort of like indulge yourself in these like, r- like a ridiculous like amount of pleasure? Like, you know, it's like if you don't believe in great delayed gratification, why don't you just like consume like sleeves of Oreos, like re- like really. religiously, because, like. Mike. Mike, what are some of your favorite indulgences? Uh, let's let's not go there. Let's not go there. Um, yeah, I, I mean, it's kind of it's kind of hard for me to answer that, Jimmy, because I feel like I've I've never been that like I've never been that like into like indulging in like food pleasure. Like for whatever reason, I just 
it's very easy for me to sacrifice eating um like unhealthy foods like i i actually like enjoy like i enjoy the way i feel from from like eating healthy like that high of like oh my god i just ate like brown rice and like spinach and like you're like hell yeah or whatever like crazy shit i'm eating like that high kind of get from like being like i just put like pure ingredients into my body like that sort of like supersedes like the oh i just ate like a sleeve of oreos so I almost like can't even like I I can't even like answer it because I genuinely get more pleasure out of like knowing I made like a good health decision. So for me, it's like easy because I actually do. I'm lucky, I think. But you are you are lucky. You uh, you don't suffer from uh, obesity. (laughs) I mean, it's true. I mean, General Sal's chicken, (laughs) Ben and Jerry's ice cream—that's delicious. I love that shit. I think we got to wrap up this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, bro. Don't, don't sell yourself short out no, there. No, but yeah. anyways, Mike, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on. Thank it's you, been great to see your journey from corporate America into entrepreneurship. Yeah, I, I do feel like I need to make a disclaimer. Like, I feel like all my advice is kind of like mostly, mostly directed towards like single people who like don't have kids. Because I think if you have kids... Well, you just got like, pregnant, right, Mike? <laughs> so you definitely shouldn't do this if you're in a relationship also. Right, right. Like, I, I think a lot like a lot of my philosophies are literally... Like, I feel like I should have made this disclaimer from the start, but, like... A, I'm sorry I cut you off, Luke. But, like, a lot of my philosophies are, like, contingent upon, like, you... Like, yeah, your life, like, not being about, like, other people. Or, like, not being, like... Not being about, like, kids mostly, right? Like, I think, I think when you have kids... Like you kind of like forfeit a lot of the oh like i'm the main character kind of a thing like then it's like oh shit like i need to like make sure like if you have kids it's on you to like make sure like your kids have like the best possible future so i, I like i think at that point like it makes sense a lot more to focus on like the finances and maybe more of the traditional stuff so you can set your kids up to like make that make their own decisions right, because you're no longer the most important person in your life right like i think you having kids is you forfeiting the right to like treat yourself them kids (laughs) (laughs) i'm just saying no jimmy now this has to be not a family rated youtube video that's true one thing though i think our friend bill carlin brings some good points like kids don't know the like any difference they don't they're none the wives they don't care if they give them the hundred dollar barbie doll or the ten dollar barbie doll kids would care Who's kids? Kim Kardashians. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know, but they, they're they're dumb. You know, they're little dumb humans who can't comprehend, like, they don't have a scale of like, what's good and what's bad, you know. Get in the shitty Barbie doll, the shitty playhouse, and they'll, they, they're none the wiser. They have no clue. What they're they're well, I mean, honestly, if you spoil them, they're probably going to be like... Ranks. If you spoil them, they're probably going to be little shitheads anyway. So you, maybe you want to give them one. Have them work the fields. What, are they going to be Amish? Amish had a pretty low suicide rate in the Amish community. Hey. To my understanding. But are they happy? Ask your neighbors. I don't know. They're Amish, right? Aren't they Amish? Or Mennonite, maybe? When I grew up, yeah. Not in Philadelphia. (laughs) No, they're not Amish. Like something else. All right. They are babes, though. That's Mike, do you have any last words before we head out? We got a nice block. We got a nice block. 
Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think my, yeah, I mean, I, I think my final advice would be like, I think just take pressure off yourself, like, uh, just about like, quote unquote, like, am I living my life the right way? Like, I said in like the Derek Zoolander voice, but like, I don't know, I, I, I like, again, like, I think, you know, every path, like, I think my, this is like the first thing I talk about, but every, seriously, like, I truly believe this, like, every path is equally viable. If you want to be an Olympic athlete, be an Olympic athlete. You want to be a photographer, be a photographer. You want to be an OTC trader, be an OTC trader. Like, I, I think there's like, it, I just don't think it really matters that much. And you should just do like, truly like do what makes you happy. And like, it's Which the really oldest matters. adage, but it's the one I stand by. I agree. I think at the end of the day, you got to do what makes you happy. Cause you're not on this earth for long. Right. If you're bad at what you do. That makes you, you never know when, but, when you're going to be. Whether that's making money, taking photos, starting your own business. It doesn't matter. Right. Do what you want to do. So with that, Michael Benz, thank you for coming on episode number nine of the Slap the Ass Show. Number nine already. Wow. Please wow. follow Mike on Instagram at Miking M I K I N G around, and follow him on TikTok at Miking around. How do you spell around, Luke? A R O U N D. Miking around. Ivy League, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Degree. Give him a follow. Give Jimmy a follow at man underscore growth. <laughs> man growth. <laughs> Auto generated, but I actually kind of like it. It's like ridiculous. And don't bother following me because I don't have anything but to tweet. So. No, oh, don't tell yourself short. Yeah, you got good content. Jimmy, do you want to say anything? Uh, yeah, I kind of want to close out like just questions for the audience to think about themselves, and I think Mike brings up right, a lot of good No, I think Mike brings a lot of good points where. You owe it to yourself when you're in a position of uh, lack of responsibility. You know, there's no responsibility when you're a single guy or single gal, you know, in your early 20s. To take the risk to actually achieve the life you want to achieve. Um, Having said that, I think that in doing so, you must understand that you'll live a life like no other and it's going to be uncomfortable right exactly uh, yeah like like jimmy i heard this tiktok it's like if you want to live in an unaveraged lifestyle you have to be willing to give up average things and that resonated so much with me it's like watching netflix that's an average thing like sleeping in a comfy bed that's an average thing that's not really going out tonight right like right average thing i would never do that i would never i would never be getting ready to go out like i would not do that so <laughs> not allowed yeah no but yeah no mike i mean to your point i don't sleep in a comfy bed myself that's very unaverage in me i usually uh yeah i sleep on the sidewalk personally <laughs> it's really comfy over there um Talk about on average but yeah mike i think you're 100 right you have to people have to understand that pursuing these ideas grandeur of uh grandeur grandeur or grandeur grandeur i don't know triggered i'm triggered right now but uh you know it requires sacrifice and uh like you said you have to live a way that others won't if you want to achieve what others won't yeah yeah exactly mike who's your opinion on darwinism (laughs) jimmy all right. we're, we're over an hour. Uh, so, oh yeah, we're way. All right, it sounds it sounds like we gotta wrap it up, boys. 
we'll have Mike on for a part two if people like this video. If they don't like it, sorry, Mike. It's the last one. Yeah, it's one and done. I'll we'll see you again. When, when's the next time I'm going to see you? So if you like this video, like. All right, well, I'm about to go upstairs, so I'll see you in two seconds. Subscribe. And thanks again for watching. We really do appreciate it. We know we're not always the most informative, but we enjoy what we do. We don't charge for it. And we're here to have a good time, not a long time. We're living in the present. We're going to die tomorrow. Living in the present. There you go. Ten oh nine, ten nineteen. All that shit. We got two, and then ninety two hours left. So, all right. Thanks for watching, guys. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a great Bye, week. Guys.